Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. I'm Lee James, host of Sports World on the BBC World Service. For the best of previews to the sporting weekend, listen to George Addo Jr. on The Locker Room on Joy 99.7 FM. Live on radio, live online, this is The Locker Room on Joy 99.7 FM with George Addo Jr. A very good evening to you wherever you find yourself. You're live on Joy 99.7 FM. We're bringing you another lovely edition of the Locker Room. We've got so much to look forward to this weekend. FA Cup action. Chelsea up against Manchester City. There's Leicester up against Southampton. There's English Premier League games to look forward to. Yes. We're in Italy for the Italian Grand Prix. Formula One is very much on the agenda. And for those of you who have been following the Monte Carlo Masters now, uh, upsets upon upsets. Novak Djokovic and then now what Rafa Nadal will be telling you a lot about this as well. Uh, Ghana Premier League match day 20 fixtures have already begun. I mean, uh, Accra Great Olympics joined goalers with Kumasi Asantikoroko. There are more games to come there. And as always, you know, here we preview the shows, preview all that we got for you coming up this weekend. Uh, we do ensure that you get everything that you need on Sunday on the Joy Sports Arena. It's a special heavy weekend coming up. But we've been speaking about Division 1 and, you know, we've been heavily previewing the second round of the Division 1 League, the National Division 1 League in Zone 1, 2 and 3 because it's high time to begin to decide which three teams make it to the Ghana Premier League. 
Now, Tamale, I've been crying for a Ghana Premier League representative for the past decade. The last representative, RTU, were relegated in 2013. However, there's a growing sense of optimism that it might happen just this year because three of the teams, Steadfast FC, Real Tamale United and Tamale City find themselves in the echelons or are the echelons of the Zone 1, Division 1, Ghana table, which is very, very, very important for them. We've had a special documentary going on and we've got a great opportunity for those of you somehow missed to watch it on tele or missed watching it on television and we'll give you the chance now to have a listen to it. Let's go into Tamale and enjoy how they plan to come back. When we are back, there's more to talk about here on the show. 2013, the year many from Ghana's northern regions took for granted, but meant football wilderness and by a large stretch, a winding, complicated and an almost elusive plot back into the country's football elite. Real Tamale United went into the record books as the only side to be relegated from the Ghanaian top flight without winning a single game. The Northern Lions failed to clinch victory in 30 games as they drew six, lost 24 and conceded as many as 69 goals and scored the paltry 20 goals. 34 years of producing real stars for club and country. You don't need a reminder. Mohamed Gago, three-time Africa Football of the Year, Bedi Pele, Hamza Mohamed, Anna Nikobo, Stephen Odro, amongst others, were the Toaster Football fans. The sight of the beautiful Aliou Mahama Stadium filled with fans watching Division 1 football for the last decade is a worry from the cheap seats to the Tamale chief. Uh, one of my daily regrets is the fact that there's no premier team in Tamale. Yes. So many of the opportunities are lost. We have struggled over the years to bring in other teams, including Real Tamale United, to no avail. In fact, it has become a border to almost all sons and daughters of the northern region. It's very, very worrying. It's, it's very, very worrying because... Um, when you, when you look around, I mean, look at, it's because of the, the, the premiership clubs here in the north, the reason why these stadiums were, were, were put up. You can't have this wonderful airfield without the Premier League. I mean, uh, we did our best, try all that we can for the past three seasons. I mean, I'm in Tama City, number 12 came and truncated everything, and then uh, all my COVID took him. We're missing a lot, we're missing a lot, a lot of opportunities. Exposure, you know, the Ghana Premier League can bring a lot of exposure. So we're missing a lot. As a footballer, it worries a lot because watching Division One matches, uh, sometimes we can't fed up with it because we've not seen the likes of Asante Kotoko, Hasafo, Dreams FC. We've not seen them for so many years. It has felt so close yet so far every other year. Just believing that there will be a representative somehow in the Ghana Premier League. And there'll be huge attention on talents in the north again. But the battle has remained a strange one. War All-Stars, which remained the pride of the north in the torrid decade, was transformed into Legon cities, and now a club based in the south of Ghana, leaving the four northern regions totally shut out now. But there's a growing sense of optimism that this is the year of return. One team from here, maybe next year, will be in the Premier League. We want to do it this season. This year, we are trying our possible best to get a premier club in Tamale. We have four first division in Tamale here. At least we're trying to see this year to see whether we can go one can go to Premier League. But I think uh, hopefully uh, one of them can qualify into the Premiership.
having the Premier League team as Tamale has enjoyed over the past three decades does bring about massive advantages, but they have been left to feel the pinch. Northern Regional FA Chairman Alaji Abul Hassan Mamadou, popularly known as Alaji Raizo, understands it all. Well, uh, since 1978, we have had Real Tamale United as the uh, team in the Premiership over here. They have dominated the uh, northern as uh, the big brother, if you want to call it, or the northern part yes. uh, here over the years. But since they exited the premiership, we have struggled over the years to bring in other teams, including Real Tamale United, to no avail. In fact, it's has become a border to almost all sons and daughters of the northern region because you realize that most of the younger generation or the current generation would normally look up to most of the players that RTU turns out and then who also moves to other clubs. You have the likes of Sheila and Co moving to Kotoko, uh, Damba and Co moving to Olympus. Yeah. Uh, you had the likes of Hamza, Mohammed, and Co. all moving to Kotoko, Kim Faisal, House of Fook, and then Nana Nikobo and Co. moving to uh, what is it, uh, Kotoko, mm. Mahama Anlai to House of Fook. So at any point in time, you had the current generation actually looking up to others at that level. But ever since RTU moved, uh, from uh, got demoted from the premiership, you realize that uh, they don't really have icons they look up to week in, week out. Then the fact that they would have the opportunity of watching other stars from other clubs that visit Northern Region to play against Real Tamale United was itself an incentive or motivation. So they go there, they copy styles, and then how they. Uh, the play of other play, uh, teams. teams yeah. So there was a lot players learned almost every week because of the different pattern of play of the various clubs that came here to play with uh, Real Tamale United. But all that is gone with the win. And uh, you have the edifice there, uh, the Aliu Mama Sports Stadium, which is supposed to be uh, a pitch that at least these up-and-coming stars would be exhibiting their talents on a weekly basis. But unfortunately, it's become like a white elephant where musicians, uh, which is now the mainstay of musicians, where they go to actually use it for musical concerts as against football, which was the reason why the edifice was constructed. Really, really, really. And economically, it has also affected the business community. Mm. We had our sisters, our mothers, aunties who go there on a weekly basis to go and sell their wares, either water, drinks, uh, food to patrons of uh, matches mm. on match days. But ever since RTU got exited uh, from the premiership, you realize that most of them. Uh, have had to either stop altogether because that was where they used to go to sell their wares and yeah. then it's been a challenge. Minority Leader and Tamale South Member of Parliament, Honorable Haruna Idrisu, 
equally shares the pain of no Ghana Premier League representation up north. They need exposure, they need an opportunity, and they need a platform hmm. to showcase their skills and their talent. Uh, one of my daily requests is the fact that there's no premier team in Tamale. Yes. So many of the opportunities are lost yeah. because we don't have a premier team. That's why I pray that either RTU or State France uh, FC or Tamale City yes. uh, makes it this time around. No Ghana Premier League club in Tamale means there's an upset in the supply chain of talents. From Colts clubs to Division 2 and to Division 1 clubs onto the Ghana Premier League clubs if they exist, before the usual attraction from Kumase and Accra, base clubs used to be the norm. Tamale Rail Republicans is responsible for most of the accomplished football talents that shone through from Colts level to international level. Republicans started producing this, uh, some of these great stars. When myself wasn't uh, around, yes. I wasn't the coach of the club, but the club was producing uh, great stars. Uh, in time past, uh, Shaibu Grant, mm-hmm. who played for the national team, was from Real Republicans, Clifford Adai, Mumune Gamel, uh, Anani Kubo, uh, Abu Imuru, when he also came to Tamale, he played for Real Republicans. I understand Abiri Pelo also, when he first came to Tamale, he was trading with uh, Real Republicans. Then uh, in those days, these are the players Republican has, Republicans have produced. And then uh, when, during my tenure as the coach of the club, the Republicans has produced a lot of players again. Uh, Sheila Alassan, Sheila Iliasu, Hamza Mohammed, Michael Anaba, Mubarak Wakasu, Idi Yekini, uh, many of them. Yeah, Mohammed Wahid, uh, Mohammed Bashiru, popular known as Asasi, many of the players. Coming uh, from uh, Al-Hassan Dewo is CEO of Republicans and the Northern Regional Juvenile Committee Chairman. He further explains the supply chain has been truncated and super talents are going waste without a Premier League club surfacing for about a decade. When, our, when there was a Premier Club in, in, in Tamale, uh, when RTU was in the Premiership, sometimes uh, a player could just uh, migrate from coast and then he goes to play for RTU. And uh, then uh, that was it. But now that the Premier Club is not there, the players play when they migrate from Coles. But thank God now there, there is Division 2 clubs, Division 1 clubs in Tamale. When they migrate from Coles, then they play for those uh, Division 2 clubs. But when RTU was there, if there's a Premier match, I could remember when there's a Premier match and then Kotoko House is coming here. There are players who you will be hearing of. This player is playing for Haas, he's playing for Kotoko, uh, he's playing the national team. When you are sending your young kicks to the park, you'll be telling them about this player. When you go watch this player, watch the way he plays. And some of them, they go to their field, they make friendship with some of these players. They, become, they became their mentors kind of thing. And they will be communicating with such players, they will be encouraging them and then giving them... Uh, booze and Jesus in relation to football. It was very good. But now, Premiership is not there. It's very difficult for these young kicks to have that kind of interaction with uh, top players down south. So much is going down the drain these days, and the cry for a Ghana Premier League representative is getting louder. Shilia Hassan is a brother of the 2006 World Cup squad member Shilia Iliasu, and he understands what the northern sector is missing. Yes, it's worth a lot. 
because we have a talent here. And in the first division, too, we have four first division in Tamale here. At least we're trying to see this year to see whether we can go, one can go to Premier League. But uh, it's a worry in Tamale, a big stadium like this, we don't have Premier Club. So we are praying for this year to see whether we can get Premier Club. Does it look like it will happen this year? Look at things, I'm sure. Because at you, Stephas and Tamale City, if you look at their position, I can see that maybe it will be possible. And that's the hope, the strong sense of optimism that a wind of change is coming their way this season. If that is to be achieved, it will hugely hinge on the performances of the traditional Real Tamale United, Mushrooming Tamale City and Steadfast FC. Three teams in the Ghana Division 1 League Zone 1 showing promise. best describes Division 1 and the struggle to stay afloat. In the Ghana Division 1 League Zone 1, where four Tamale teams are in contention, it appears Yendik Biwa are very much off the pace line second to bottom. But there is renewed energy for Steadfast City, Real Tamale United and Tamale City who find themselves in the top 10 at the moment. And my first stop, your guess is as good as mine. I've just come to visit Real Tamale United. In the background, a little meeting with officials. Real Tamale United is certainly the team to come to when you talk about dominance and football up north. These days, though, they are having a bit of a challenge from the likes of Steadfast and Tamale City. We're going to be finding out from the officials and from the players just how they are trying to stop the challenge from the likes of Tamale City and Steadfast. You know, RTU, I mean, is the heart of, of the North. Every time Tom, Dick and Harry wishes to be part of RTU, even the opponents, Tamale City, they are all part of RTU in, in a different form. They, they will wish RTU will qualify, but they wouldn't want to say it. Yes, every Tom, Dick, everybody in the North, you ask any big man in the North, they will tell you RTU is their team. It's, I mean, when RTU wins, families are happy at home. So that is why we are trying to qualify for people to, I mean, really enjoy, I mean, the beautiful game of football. Currently handled by former player coach Ibrahim Tanko, who has massive Ghana Premier League experience after stints with clubs like Accra Hearts, Welcome Adias Professionals, Midyama SC. Indeed, worked with a number of universities in the country. Currently working as a sports director at the University for Development Studies in Tamale. Tanko admits getting back into the Ghana Premier League will be tough. It has not been an easy task. I mean, uh, playing the Division One, especially in this zone, it's not an easy task. Uh, we are doing our best to, I mean, come out tops uh, before the, the 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 end of the league. Yeah. How tough have you found? Um, let me say your noisy neighbours in Tamale City and Stepfast. They've been making a lot of noise this weekend. How how tough have you found? That yeah, um, you know, it's a derby, and for that matter, they know our boys. And that is, that is the more reason why we are finding it difficult, I mean, with them. Because they, they always play with them in town and all that. But should we meet opponents who are not familiar with our boys? I mean, it's easier. But this one's, they are, they are, but this time around, we have adopted strategy that 
we can easily overcome any of them at any point in time. Shai Butanko is not only steering the wheel into the Ghana Premier League lane, but is fusing in brilliant talents as well. I, I take, uh, I mean, uh, inspiration from the late Professor Mausidake. I don't know whether you've heard of him before. Because when I was coaching Voradeb, that was his strategy. When you were in Voradeb, he would find out from you that you can never play football throughout your life. You either choose school or you, you learn a trade and he will go and pay. So that is what I'm carrying with me. That is what I've adopted. So if you are coming to RTU, you are a young boy, I ask you, will you like to go to school or you want to, still, you want to play football alone? So those of them who have agreed to go to school, I take them to UDS and, of course, on scholarship. And his players are leaving no stone unturned in making dozens of followers very happy again. Looking at our quality this season, we have only one target, and that target is to qualify, bring out you back to where it belongs, and that is the Premier League football. So we are hoping to qualify out you back to the Premier League this season. Yeah. We hope and pray that. Looking at our work, this time around, our work rate is very good. It's very high. We have a good coach who motivates and at least trains us very well. So looking at our training and everything, we'll get there. Hopefully, we'll get there. Pride of the North. But that pride has been hit many times in the last decade. While Real Tamale United putting the effort to make a mark, the two rivals are ready to make the jump if the opportunity arises. City, one of the clubs here in Tamale, hoping to take the place of Real Tamale United. That is if there's anything like that. They currently sit on the table and are looking forward to qualifying to the Ghana Premier League. As you're aware, the northern sector, all the regions inclusive, have no representative in the Ghana Premier League. But there's a growing sense of optimism that it might happen this year. We're here to find out the inner workings of the club Tamale City and why they may just be the most qualified out of the three. I'm talking Real Tamale United and Steadfast. Another true son of the land, Hamza Mohammed, former player of Real Tamale United, one of the few national stars who were featured for every national team, captain the Black Star Prize in 1999 and was in the Black Star squad that took part in the 2006 and 2002 Africa Cup of Nations. Hamza says he took on this role to bridge the gap between Tamale and the Ghana Premier League. We did our best, try all that we can for the past three seasons. I mean, Tamale City, number 12 came and truncated everything, and then um, all my two took him. We were almost there until that unfortunate thing happened. Uh, we are still working out, and God being so good this time, I think the three teams... We have a good profile to, to make it this time. So we are just hoping to see what will happen. But the most important thing is just to get the Premier League in Tamale. If we believe Tamale City, if not, because then of number COVID 12. And then number 12. Yes, we will have because we are leading like eight points until that unfortunate thing happened. Um, we'll take it on a good stride. And um, as you can see on the log, Tamale City up to you. We are at the top, the first five. Uh, not to look down upon before. I could be, you know, the mighty rest over there. I mean, they cause a threat to us. But uh, looking at what we are doing, we want to believe it to continue that definitely this is we should get a Premier League in Tamale. Hamza insists Tamale City are hardly out of gear and should be the chosen one among the three to pick the Division 1 slot for Zone 1. 
basically art is a tra- mm. tradition. When we mm-hmm. talk of Tamil, Tamali is about art but uh, they also have their problems. I'm happy they've now reorganized and then trying to challenge and yeah. mix it to uh, the premier this time. I hope it will continue that way. Um, Tamil City, we had our plans. Unfortunately, uh, our directors, those who were supporting us, <laughs> shift come yeah. to RTU. Mm. I believe that's why they are doing well. But we are also doing our best. And if we also do our best, RTU is doing what they are doing. Definitely, we should have a Premier League here. And Steadfast, too, is doing wonderful. So definitely, mm. we should have at least a Premier League this time. I've seen a lot of talent since I came. Uh, and because there's, there's perhaps no Premier League, we say that's why people are not paying attention. But is Ghana justified not to pay attention to the northern sector in terms of or relative to the kind of talents that you've got here? It's unfortunate. I, I passed by the sports center and I saw a lot of boys, over 200 boys, you know, playing, boys and girls playing. Yeah, I can tell you, it's natural here. It's natural talent. Talk of the Abidi Pillars, the Mohammed Gagos, Mubarak Wakasos. Don't talk of even Hamza Mohammed and the rest. Recently, Abdel Fatah from the north. We have better players than Abdel Fatah in the north. People are not looking at that. But we are happy it's now in the limelight. Up to you, Steadfast, Tamil City are also doing well. They're on the first five on the Division One. Uh, attention should be focused on here. They normally come here, get the good ones, go out the, the final, the warfare, the whatever, whatever. But if what we are doing now, we continue the good work that we are doing, attention should be focused on here. And definitely, that will be the place and the moment. God bless you, baby, will definitely come back. Determination and hard work at play is seamless, flowing from the management through to the fans and down to the playing body. Even though everything is by luck, maybe you might think, oh, this, this is a season for you to go into the Premier it, it will be a very bad season for you. Okay, so I'm assuring Tamil City fans that inshallah we'll try our best to put the team into Premier. Coming next season, they will also be getting the Premier matches to watch in Tamil. Uh, come, uh, come to training their numbers, cheer us up, and uh, also do the work for them. When we see them always, we know that we, uh, we feel that they are, they, are, they are important to us and we also want to do something uh, in return for them to be happy. Steadfast FC, founded by Tamale South MP and Minority Leader in Parliament, Honorable Harun Idrisu, is another possible name in the Ghana Premier League literature next season. Enormous potential of young people with skills and with brilliance in football. They need exposure, they need an opportunity, and they need a platform Hmm. to showcase their skills and their talent. Uh, One of my daily reports is the fact that there's no Premier team in Tamale. So many of the opportunities are lost because we don't have a Premier team that's why I pray that either RTU or State France uh, FC or Tamale City yes. uh, makes it this time round. And uh, we're lucky uh, President Kufour built this uh, stadium for Tamale, mm. which is serving a very uh, useful uh, purpose. It's underutilized yes. because of the fact that we do not have a premier uh, club in Tamale. Even though there are many Division One clubs, but we necessarily need to be at the level of uh, Premiership. Yes. So I'm investing quietly into football. It's quite a very expensive undertaking. Yes, I, I was going to ask you how, how dreamy it is. And, and uh, it can be as money gushing just like the politics I do. 
Uh, but that one, you can be hopeful if you are able to get lucky to hit a jackpot. Yes. As we are close to one, then you can smile at your investment over a long period of time. I've been in this almost a decade, almost uh, yes. 10 years. And uh, uh, you count your opportunities and you count your losses. Like Royal Tamale United and Tamale City. Steadfast FC have another football legend in charge of the agenda to get Steadfast steadily into the Ghana Premier League. When you when you look around, I mean, look at it's because of the the, the Premiership clubs here in the north. The reason why these stadiums were were, were put up and uh, coming to look at uh, Steadfast, Wild Stars, uh, Real Tamale United, especially uh, that is not in the, in the, in the Premiership again. It's, it's a bit worrying, but I mean, I, I, we don't blame anybody. We have to take the blame ourselves because uh, probably we, we let go certain things and we didn't do our work well. Now we are struggling uh, to, to come back. And gradually, uh, we're hoping that uh, one of uh, these clubs will, will, will get back to the premiership. Good. Steadfast. You are beginning to, you are becoming too steady and you are worrying the likes of RTU and, and Tamale City. What kind of work has gone into this to keep the club where it is? Well, um, to what I know and what I've been told, that uh, this club is just about eight, eight to nine years old and they've never come this far to even uh, uh, head in the, the, the league in, in, in these uh, years. And um, it's nothing. It's just a, a practical, simple uh, a football, a teaching of football that uh, we are putting into these boys. Uh, I have my, my philosophy where I, I almost teach them the way I used to play. I, 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 I love handling the ball. I love keeping the ball. Steadfast FC have their calculators out. More focused than ever to bring Premier League football back to Tamale. Watching Division 1 matches, uh, sometimes we can't fed up with it because we've not seen the likes of Asante Kotoko, House of Hope, Dreams FC. We've not seen them for so many years. Uh, this year, we are trying our possible best to get a premier club in Tamale. Looking at our position, uh, in the next two matches, I think we will be the top of Division 1. And I pray that we will qualify for the uh, Premier League this season. It's been tough because, like all the teams in this zone, like they are good teams. So, like, we are not getting things easy. But we are hoping to qualify, like, at the end of the season, to qualify to the Ghana Premier League. While the search of a Ghana Premier League slot is ongoing, another area that needs addressing up north is the state of infrastructure. How many in Tamale easily point to the Aliu Mahama Stadium as the most decorated edifice? There's work to be done elsewhere. The Caledon Park immediately comes to mind. Used to be a wonderful home for Real Tamale United in Tamale. It was very difficult for teams to come over and beat Real Tamale United. The facility if refurbished, can seat about 5,000 spectators, feed a number of Colts clubs and fast-springing Division 1 clubs too. The park is now at the mercy of adverse weather and nature. There have been promises of help, but all are yet to materialize. Uh, in my manifesto, uh, infrastructure was one of the key things I promised uh, putting up when elected as the chairman of the Northern Regional Football Association. I realized we had talent 
but playing facilities, almost all available lands had been used by estate developers. So there was the need to actually look around and then see how, where to get the needed land to actually provide training or playing facilities. So towards the stadium annex, you realize there was this land lying fallow, and then it was not being used. It was just like a bush there. So I thought there was a need to actually carve out playing fields over there so that the kids could get uh, a, a number of fields to train. So I went there, had a team to go and then demarcate the place, had uh, graders to go there and then grade the place, did some leveling, and then uh, also had standard pools uh, installed at that place. And I think if you go there today, you realize that it's a place where over 200 to 300 kids converge on daily basis to actually train. Apart from that, even grown-ups go there to do use it as their keep fit playgrounds. Apart from that, I think even at the Caladan Park, uh, the old Caladan Park, uh, we have about uh, four fields within Caladan Park. The main Caladan Park, which is not being used currently because of the loamy soil that had been put on it, but uh, unfortunately could not be developed into uh, an astroturf or a standard field that was so for now you can use the main uh, old Caladan Park, but we have three other fields, uh, one being used by a coast team known as Great Eagles, Mm-hmm. Then we have another used by Real Republicans, and then we have the other one used by United Babies. When I went there, it was just the Republicans one that was quite good, but the Eagles one, we had a lot of stones, concrete slabs, and a whole lot of things. I had to get an excavator to go there, remove all those rocks, put them aside, got some gravel to level the pitch, change the goalpost. And then also went to United Babies Fault, changed the post there mm. to did some leveling. And for now, at least, we have uh, three standard pitches there that can be used for games at the old Caladan Park, beside the main Caladan Fault itself. So I think, by and large, now within the Tamale municipality, we have a number of fields that the kids are using and I think that is helping a great deal. Heartwarming from the NRFA boss but heart-wrenching to think about the work that needs to be done. However, that's not the immediate concern of the Tamale faithful and by extension all four northern regions. They remain united in the quest to get a Ghana Premier League club and football back anyway. Tamil people are angry because it's been a while or it's been a year since Premier Team is in Tamale. So those years, yes, uh, Division 1 club, season in, season out. So we need a strong Premier Team here so that we can be enjoying it every day. Not less than nine years today since uh, the only club which we are representing Northern Region, that was uh, Real Tamil United. Since they were relegated, we've not been... Uh, We've not seen any uh, Premier League team. And then looking at this kind of facility that Tamale is having, with that Premier League team, 
you know, that is so bad. So this year, the four teams which are representing the Northern Region in the Division One League, we are just praying that they should do all their best, at least for us to get a Premier team here, so that we also be enjoying the Gar Premier League. So we need a Premier League club so that at least we can see other clubs from other regions. We can watch Kotoko, we can watch Haas, we can watch Ashgold and then other big clubs. Yes, football up north when rich does serve the nation well. And just maybe, just maybe, this may be the year. Oh yeah. If you missed it, you need to watch out. We've still got some repeats coming up. Tamale's year of return. And uh, you want to check that out later tonight on the Joy News channel and uh, on the Joy Prime channel. We've got that for you on Sunday at 2 p.m. Live on radio, live online. This is The Locker Room with George Addo Jr. Right, so let's continue with our build-up to the Vision 1 games. Yes, Zone 1, Zone 2, Zone 3. Some games took place earlier today, but here is a special preview to the action to come. My colleague, Nabil Abdullahi, has been putting this together. Enjoy this. It is destiny round for clubs in the lower tier of Ghana's domestic football, while some at the top are fighting to qualify for the Ghana Premier League for next season. Others are seeking to maintain their status as a Division 1 team at the end of the season in Zone 1. League leaders Brecom Arsenal will play ninth place upon Ahafo United, whereas second place Steadfast FC, one of the clubs seeking to end Tamale's eight years' failure to have a Premier League representative, will host sixth place team on Amafo Mighty Royals. Real Tamale United and Tamale City, two clubs from same city, occupying third and fourth places on the league lock, but level on 30 points alongside Steadfast FC, will play Techiman City and Kintampo FC. On March week 16, in Zone 2, table toppers Bibiane Gold Stars will host Inzima Kotoko, Sky FC and FC Stamatex, two clubs keeping close tabs to the summit of the table, will square off with Venomous Vipers and Proud United, respectively. For Zone 3, Chamayut, occupants of the first place on the league table after the first round, will be hosted by Accra Young Wise, Accra Lions, one of the dominant sides in the zone, and one of the two teams to lose just a game after the first round will face Accra City Stars in a battle of the second versus Said. Heart of Lions, the pride of the Volta region, will play Vision FC. The second round will define who makes it to the Premier League for next season. But this is just one out of the 15 games left to be played. We'll tell Nabila Abdullah there with that report. And now we can talk about the Ghana Premier League. Referee whistles, Keita! It's a goal! The run over loops the ball into the area. That's the ball. Akumasia Sati Kotoko has the first goal. Just this play. Get the goal for Kumasia Sati Kotoko. The pocket by Warriors. Draw first blood. Entire life again with an opportunity. Tomo Ama has made it two for entire life. Avoto with the ball then hits a lovely cross above. Trying to move men forward. Here we see Taylor. This can be dangerous. Carilla! 
gives you my right are really, really in raptures at the moment. Day 20, just up for us, and we're looking forward to the rest of the games to come. Kamasia Sante Kotokoyes, Joe Goles with Great Olympics. They're still top of the table, 35 points. Great Olympics wind up second, but there are a lot of opportunities then for what Karela United and Crown Hartog, if they can get respective wins. Harun Mubarak has got a wrap of what to expect in the remaining games of March Day 20. As their two goalkeepers, Richie Data and Rich Monayi, have returned to full skill training after recovering from injuries. The two short stoppers have been absent from the team since suffering respective injuries. They missed the Phobians Premier League matches against the Diana Stars and Ashanti Gold. However, the duo have returned to full training and will be available for selection when they host entire lives at their Crossport Stadium. The Phobians are hoping to bounce back from their defeat to Ashanti Gold and their boss, Samuel wants to see an improvement from his side this weekend. King Faisal will try everything possible to keep their survival hopes alive on Saturday when they host Ashanti Gold. The Isha Allah boys are currently placed in the relegation zone at the 16th position with 18 points from 19 games. They are separated from the survival places on the league standings by four points and need nothing but a win against Ashanti Gold. King Faisal were hammered 5-1 by the Miners at the Lenclay Stadium in Oboase in the reverse fixture and are poised to take a revenge. Ghana under-20 goalkeeper Ibrahim Dalad, on loan from Asante Kotoko, made his debut last Sunday when he replaced injured Abdul Jabal Adams. Dalad is expected to earn his start in post for Kim Faisal against Ashanti Gold. Midiama Sporting Club will be without influential duo Ahmed Toure and Rashid Norte when they entertain Legon City on Sunday. The two players are suspended for the crunch tie in Takwa. Toure received the marching orders after scoring a brace in Midiama's 2-0 win over Dreams FC at home last weekend. Midfielder Rashid Norte will also miss the match due to accumulation of yellow cards. Momentum is building up for the team with striker Hans Kofi and Victoria Adebayo expected to cause problems for the home team. Iconic former Ghana captain Asamoah is expected to travel with the team to the mining town as well. The Royals remain determined in their fight against the drop as they look at moving to the top of the Premiership standings. They are four points above the relegation zone and a win over Midiama Sporting Club will be very much essential in their quest to avoid relegation at the end of the season. Dreams FC will be chasing their first win in the second round of the season when they host Karela United at the Theatre of Dreams. They still believe lads were handed a 2-0 defeat at the hands of Midiama in Takwa ahead of this fixture. Dreams FC announced the departure of their leading striker, Joseph Esso, to Algeria. The Ghana international, who has scored 11 goals in the ongoing league, has joined MC Alja. In other games, after their thumping 4-0 loss to Liberty Professionals, Elmina Sharks will be keen to return to winning ways when they face Wafa. Brekum Chelsea hosts Ebusian Dwarfs with Japanese striker Jindo Morishita expect to start. Bechem United lock horns with former champions Ediana Stars and 11 Wonders come up against Liberty Professionals.
Haruna Mubarak there with a wrap of what to expect in the Ghana Premier League match day 20. We'll be keeping tabs on that. Remember to join us on the Joy Sports Arena as we bring you all of that. It's now time to switch and move into Europe. Find out what's happening as always. We had a great chat with the BBC's John Bennett on the Joy Sports BBC two-way series. Enjoy this and when I come back, there's more to come. Thanks, John, for your time, as always, on the locker room. And let's begin with the UEFA Champions League action we saw in midweek. And they say third time's the charm. I guess same rings for Manchester City. Finally, in the semi-finals on the third time of asking and still in the running for three more trophies. Where does Pep Cajola go from here with Paris Saint-Germain standing in the way? Hi, George. Yes, I think this is a big psychological barrier that Manchester City have jumped over, so to speak, getting to the semi-finals for the first time under Pep Guardiola's leadership after... Losing in the quarterfinals for three seasons in a row. It's going to be a tough game against Paris Saint-Germain, isn't it? Quality-wise, I would say that Manchester City just about edgy in terms of the depth of their squad. But of course, Paris Saint-Germain have those star players, Neymar and Kylian Mbappe, that can turn a match. I thought PSG were wonderful in the first leg against Barcelona. Nervy in the second leg against Barcelona. A bit lucky in the first leg against Bayern Munich. 31 shots Bayern Munich had. They could only score two goals. Paris Saint-Germain won 3-2. But in the second leg against Bayern, despite the fact they lost the game, I was really impressed by PSG's game management and the leadership and quality of Neymar. I thought he was fantastic. And I thought, in general, the team spirit, the mentality of the team was brilliant. So I don't think we can question PSG's nerve anymore. I don't think we can question their team spirit What I I do think is that they are inconsistent this season. They haven't been great domestically in Ligue 1, so I think Manchester City should have enough to beat them. Having said that, Manchester City have a lot of games, don't they? The games are piling up for them in the Champions League, in the Premier League, the EFL Cup final, the FA Cup semi-final this weekend. So that perhaps could mean that they don't play at their top level in each game. I was at the Etihad Stadium last week for the game against Leeds United. He rotated the squad as he always does, Pep Guardiola. Some of the, some players were given an opportunity to shine. They didn't shine. They lost the game against Leeds United. So perhaps fixture congestion could play a big part in the Champions League semi-final between Manchester City and Paris Saint-Germain. Eden Hazard returns to the Stamford Bridge with Real Madrid squaring off with Chelsea in the semi-finals. First time these two clubs are facing off in the Champions League. Tuchel has been impressive game in, game out. How is he managing though with non-firing strikers almost? He's done a great job, hasn't he? I bet you're delighted, George, with the job that Thomas Tuchel is doing at Chelsea. He's a coach. You know, he's he's not a manager. He is a, a head coach. He's brilliant at working with players on the coaching field, whether it's one-to-one, whether it's as a group, and he improves players. He's a, a really good coach, Thomas Tuchel. There's no doubt about that. He is world-class. You talk to anyone who has worked with him in the past, even if they don't like him as a person... They tell you what a good coach he is, how he improves players. And that's why the likes of Kai Havertz, since he came along, have really improved. I think Kai Havertz as well, the, the more he, he settles into English football, settles into life in England as well, that, that's helped to improve him. But certainly you can see changes in his game. And he's brilliant at setting up teams, Thomas Tuchel. 
He's brilliant at um, giving players one-on-one tactical advice as well. So I think that's why he's doing such a sensational job. And that semi-final against Real Madrid is so, so difficult to call because I was very impressed by Real Madrid against Liverpool over the two legs. I thought they played really well, despite the fact that they were missing Hazard and, more importantly, missing Varane and Sergio Ramos. John, it's been difficult for Liverpool fans to document the sharp fall from Greece to grass in months. Crashed out of the Champions League and currently have a mountain to climb in finishing in the top four. Can Liverpool play at Klopp's top level again with him in charge? I think they can. Uh, I think that even if they don't get into the top four of the Premier League this season, listen, let's not write them off next season because... Virgil van Dijk will be back, Joe Gomez will be back, John Matip will be back, and I think that is so crucial, particularly, of course, van Dijk. I, I think defensively, of course, he is an incredible player, but I also think he's important to start Liverpool's attacks. And also he helps Liverpool to play a higher line because teams know that if they knock balls long behind Virgil van Dijk with his pace, he's going to get there first. So he is so important, Virgil van Dijk, to the team. I, I know it's, it's it's difficult saying that Liverpool are just relying on one player and maybe that's being a bit harsh, but I do think that Virgil van Dijk injury has had a, a big part to play in Liverpool's fall this season from the heights they reached last season. So, yeah, even if Liverpool don't get into the top four this season, I still think that we can say that next season, if Virgil van Dijk comes back fully fit then they will be able to challenge. But of course, a lot depends on what they do in the transfer market. Is there money there to spend to improve the team in some way, whether that's bringing in a new midfielder, whether that's bringing in an attacking player because some of their attacking players this season, Sadio Mane, Roberto Firmino, haven't been in great form. I'm not suggesting replacing those players, but perhaps bringing someone else in to add to the quality of the squad. In spite of the irrepressible Jesse Lingard, West Ham have turned a new chapter and pushing the echelons of Premier League football this season. What in your view is working out for Lingard at West Ham? And should he return to Manchester or make East London his new home? It's a difficult one for Jesse Lingard. If he goes back to Manchester United, even with the way he's playing at the moment, will he play week in, week out? There's a World Cup coming up in 2022. He wants to be playing regular first-team football to get himself in that England team. And for me, the best way to do that would be to play for West Ham. Again, though, a lot depends on the transfer market. Jesse Lingard will need to talk to the hierarchy at West Ham and get assurances from them that there is money there to spend to improve the quality of the squad. Will West Ham be ambitious after the great season they've had this season or will they be happy with that and rest on their laurels? That will play a big part in Jesse Lingard's thinking because it won't just be West Ham who are interested in Jesse Lingard this summer. There'll be other clubs will be trying to sign him. There's no obligation to buy in this loan deal that West Ham have, so other clubs will be pushing to sign Jesse Lingard as well. So I think for Lingard to go to West Ham, he'll need assurances from them that they're going to be ambitious next season and in the years to come. So yeah, John, the Premier League top four race is turning on its head with Leicester and West Ham. Chelsea and Liverpool are in contention too. Which of these four teams do you tip to join the two Manchester clubs? I've got to say, I'm very worried about Leicester City. It'll be interesting to see what reaction we get from Leicester uh, in the semi-final of the FA Cup against Southampton and then against West Bromwich Albion next Thursday. We all know what happened off the field with James Madison, Iosi Perez and Hamza Chowdhury being left out of the squad last week against West Ham for breaking English 
COVID-19 rules by attending a lockdown party. What impact will that have on those players, but also the squad? How have the squad reacted to what Brendan Rodgers did? Brendan Rodgers laying down the law and leaving out those players. And also, I thought the performance against West Ham was, was poor as well. Leicester are looking a bit tired. So I worry about Leicester. I feel that they may drop out of the top four. I don't think West Ham will get into the top four. I, I think they may drop away. For me, Chelsea are assured their place in the top four. I, I definitely think they'll get there the way that Thomas Tuchel has, has turned this team around. So I think you can tell where I'm going with this. I think Liverpool might just squeeze in to the Champions League now next season because they're out of the Champions League this season. All they've got left to play for is getting into that top four. And I think they may rally towards the end of this season and get into that, those top four positions in the Premier League. FA Cup action replaces domestic football for some of the clubs. Semi-finals time then, and the action to come from Wembley. It's Chelsea-Manchester City to face off on Saturday. How will the Tuchel Pep Guardiola battle pan out? It's going to be sensational to watch. This is like a, a high-class chess match, isn't it? And I'm not playing it down. I'm saying this is going to be an exciting high-class chess match. Two tactical geniuses, Thomas Tuchel and Pep Guardiola, facing off against each other with some geniuses on the pitch as well, some quality players to to watch so I, I think it's going to be brilliant Manchester City will have most of the ball I think they'll do most of the attacking Chelsea I think will look very dangerous on the break Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly because no matter what moves you made last year TurboTax makes them count That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Well, I, I really can't pick it. Um, Chelsea played a day earlier than Manchester City this week, didn't they? Maybe that will play a part. Will tiredness come into it? It's all about which of the, the top players step up. Will Kai Havertz step up for Chelsea? Will Kevin De Bruyne step up for Manchester City, as he always does? Angolo Kante, I think, will be absolutely crucial for, for Chelsea in stemming the tide of that, that Manchester City midfield. We know that Manchester City will create chances. The question is, will they take them? Will they be ruthless? They weren't ruthless last weekend against Leeds United. I was at the game at the Etihad Stadium. It's going to be an amazing semi-final. I can't wait. John, the other semi-final is a game involving your Leicester City and Southampton. Who makes this for you? Well, on paper, Leicester City are the big favourites. Southampton have been poor in this second half of the season. It started off so well for them under Ralph Hasenhutl. But I think that they've faded away. Injuries haven't helped. I think a few of their players are looking tired as well. So on paper, you'd say Leicester City. But again, I go back to what happened with the players attending that lockdown party. How will the squad react? How will James Madison react? Will he react in a positive way? Will he start? I think that will tell us a lot if Brendan Rodgers starts James Madison. I think he will. He's drawn a line under it. They're back in training. I think James Madison will start. But Leicester need to recapture a bit of the magic they were they were showing Earlier, earlier in the season, um, 
Leicester on paper should win, but but Southampton have players like James Ward-Prowse, like Danny Ings, who, who can who can be match winners. And finally, John, Arsenal's managerial derby is very much on the Europa League semi-final cards with Villarreal meeting Arsenal. It's Unai Emery against his former side. How fascinating is this? Yeah, I thought Arsenal was, was superb last night against Slavia Prague. What a win. This is a, a a team, Slavia Prague, who were unbeaten at home, I think, this season. They were on a 23-game unbeaten run in all competitions as well, home and away. So it was a brilliant win for Arsenal. I thought they were superb. Mikel Arteta, I, I've always said to you, George, haven't I, week in, week out, I see progress there at Arsenal, despite the fact that they're mid-table in the Premier League. Unai Emery, he's doing it again. He knows how to win this competition. He's won it three times with, with Sevilla. Now he's taking Villarreal into the semi-finals. Haven't seen as much as Villarreal as I would have liked this season, but all the reports I get are that they are, they're a quality team. It's a, it's a well-matched game, isn't it? I would say perhaps Villarreal, slight favourites going into the game because of that Unai Emery factor but um, Arsenal they know that this is the only chance to save their season to get to this Europa League final and to win the competition to qualify for the Champions League next season if they don't win Europa League they will miss out on European football for the first tax day is coming oh no but if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. You know you Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 